Brand new magazine and podcast exist to inspire, motivate and invigorate women to step into their businesses as truly themselves. Full of real life stories, practical solutions and inspirational ideas from fellow entrepreneurs. Each issue has a different theme that showcases the many values, beliefs and morals that women build their businesses around today. So, be your business and brand you. The power of colour is inescapable in business and it can be used in so many ways. In this, the colourful issue of Brand New Magazine and Podcast, we will be celebrating bright, vibrant businesswomen who live and breathe rainbows both personally and professionally. Lizzie is a colour-loving interior stylist who loves to pattern clash. Since owning her own home, she has embraced colourful walls, beautiful artworks, quirky decor and rainbows everywhere. We talk about how you can embrace colour in your own world. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do. I've been described as I've got rainbows in my blood. Like I, I've loved colour from a child. Like I had a feature wall which was magenta pink. So I knew from then colour was my thing. It's only been in the last four years that I've actually been able to embrace it. I've used it through accessories in my home and now owning my own home, I've splashed it all over the walls. So I live in Cairns, um, my husband and two children and our cat Pegs. She's 12 years old now, so she's the eldest of our children and she's the one who doesn't back chat. We secretly love her the most. Anyway. Well, she's currently tucked up. I'm actually at Lizzie's place today because I could not resist coming around to see all the colour from Instagram in real life. She's tucked up in bed in the spare room under her own very colourful blanket. <laughs> but then we stick her in the garage at night time to sleep. <laughs> well, her bed is up against the rainbow wall in the garage, so she loves it in there. And that's like a whole nother discussion. Like, I remember showing it to one of my friends who doesn't get creativity so much. She's very much a facts and figures girl. She's like, why why would you have a rainbow in your garage no one's gonna see that and it's a garage yeah. and then I showed another friend she was like oh my god so I went those curves are perfect oh I, I wish I painted it inside my house so I could enjoy it more we see it every day as we're driving in and driving out the curves are hard but it's all in the paintbrush you use so it's got to be a short, short stem so you get the sturdy grip and then the brush needs to be angled and loaded up with a lot of paint and then it just glides. Really so was that all like scraps of paint or did you go, I'm going to have that colour in my rainbow and that colour in my rainbow? Or was no, that like I used all the paint I had in my garage from all my walls inside the house. I did go by red because my neighbour was watching me and he's like, you need red in your rainbow. <laughs> and I was like, right. I stood back and I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, oh yeah. So I went to Bunnings and I just got a sample pot. Yeah. And then I just added whites into my colours just to give different tones um, of the greens and the blues. But um, I just, yeah. I love that your house is kind of such an expression of who you are and such an exploration of like, I'm sitting here and I, I, I don't think I've actually looked at Lizzie once because I can't stop looking around. It just, it feels like I want to move in like I've had people say to me and I've got a friend that has a very colorful house she's like you're gonna have trouble selling this it's like she's like I don't plan on selling it this is my home yeah yeah do you yeah. feel the same yeah you know I do think about it and I'm like you know what it's just paint it's 
so you can paint over it yeah you know i haven't done anything that's permanent fixture until next year i'm going to try paint my kitchen cupboards which is a big job that's a big job big job yeah but I got, both kids will be in school next year so i've got more time and um so your overalls will be coming out a little more yeah. often next year <laughs> they still fit me <laughs> for christmas <laughs> In COVID, let's be honest, and after COVID. Yeah, I, I don't exercise, so, you know, I, I wish I liked it. <laughs> Climbing up and down ladders and painting rainbows. Yeah. 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 That's oh, I can me. vouch painting, arm workout. Serious? Yeah. I really enjoy it, though. I, it's time to myself. Um, my husband's awesome. He watches the kids whenever I come up with a painting project, and he looks after them, and I just get stuck in. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think he secretly likes it because he doesn't have to do it. <laughs> And so why colour? Why do you surround yourself with so much colour in your home? It just makes me so damn happy. Like, I, I love being home. I actually don't go out a lot. I, I prefer to stay home. And I hate that. Like, I see people going out and being adventurous. And I'm like, oh, I wish that was me. But I'm so comfortable inside my home and with the colours and kids. And we're just real homebodies. I love that, that, that idea of that you create a space that you want to be in yeah you know 100%. and and i feel like so often people like i know for a fact i've gone down those paths before be it in design or clothes mm. or my home where i follow a trend yeah and it's not me what would you say to people that feel like what they like isn't cool my motto is if you love it it'll work so if you're not sure about it get rid of it like everything I have in my home I love and I look at it and it makes me smile and you know I do have a spare room full of old cushions and old vases and I'm like oh I'm gonna keep them for a rainy day or maybe I'll paint them you yeah because I'm not happy with the colors they don't work in this room but you know even before you got here I've played around with vases and I'm like oh I've never done this before and you know I'm always keeping it fresh yeah but if you love it it'll work doesn't matter what anybody else says you're living in this space, no one else. There's a particular jar you painted, I remember, and you painted stripes down it. Yes, I, I had that out, but I put it away because it wasn't working. <laughs> the, the palm leaves just didn't sit properly in it, so I had to put them into well, all of I'm an op shop girl through and through. Yeah. I love a good op shop. Yeah. A lot of what I've done in my own office at home, and let's be honest, the home office has become a space that people probably underappreciated before and are ready to see the back of yeah a lot of our listeners are still working from home what advice would you give people to create a home office that makes them happy start from the base so you know look at your walls if you've got your desk already put your desk in the position in that office that you want and then work around it you can add floor rugs to brighten it up that's interchangeable it's not a permanent color fixture so if you get sick of it 12 months down the track you can change it up if you've got windows add curtains so that lets in natural light but not blaring you in the face type light i don't know just have fun with it it's your space so do whatever the hell you want put some shells on put some artwork your favorite artworks or a pin board of your inspirations you know if you've got that dream home or a dream holiday yeah. you know put that in your office because that's somewhere you are every day and you can look at it all the time and you know I'm a big believer everything happens for a reason so if you dream you keep dreaming big enough it'll happen yeah like with us in this home we never thought we'd we'd own our own home yeah so but once you do like you want to do it how yeah. you want to do it yeah just don't, don't so everyone probably tries to please everyone else and what they're gonna think of your room or that space especially when you're showcasing it to people like myself 
you know, I did used to think, what do people want to see? But I'm like, it's not about that. I want to do it the way I want to do it, the way I love it. And Mm. I've got to live here. So, well, one of the things that I've done in my office and it's part of like before that, it was just, I need to make this look like an office. And one of my favorite things that I've done, and if we were having this as a Zoom meeting rather than a face-to-face, which I'm really glad we're not because this is amazing. (laughs) I'm still looking around everywhere. What I've done is I do a lot of Zoom meetings. So I really consider how I'm going to use the space. Mm. And I've set it up, like you said, like made sure that, you know, okay, cool. I'm having a lot of Zoom meetings. I don't want to have the rest of the room that's possibly not quite as on point I have a wall full of canvases and pinned up things out of magazines and artwork from my friends and things that I've just found like I've got a I've got a flamingo you'd be proud I've got a fluorescent flamingo on my wall but I every time I jump to a zoom meeting people like that's my brand yeah that's the thing that people start to go like when they see me in a a wall of zoom Mm. tiles so that's behind you when you're zooming yeah perfect that's you your know? backdrop. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's something that, one, I've done super cheap. I think that whole wall maybe cost me 30 bucks. Yeah. But like, it's literally a wall. Yeah. It's not even just like a little section. It's you, like. You don't have to spend a lot of money to make something beautiful. And so apart from paint, what would be one of your best tips for giving things new life? Paint. Clean it. <laughs> Could just be dirty. <laughs> Repositioning. Repositioning your decor, changing up your cushions, all that will give a room a new look on a nil budget. I suppose you call it shop your home. Yeah. So you just rearrange a few things. Yeah. Yeah. I do and it all the time. <laughs> but you know, even in your bedrooms, I suppose the cheaper way of doing it is just mixing up your pillowcases. Yeah. You know, if you've got two separate beds and they come with a doona cover and a pillowcase, just swap those pillowcases over to each doona cover and then you're, you're clashing your patterns. So I was actually going a different look. I was actually going to say that I think of you as the queen of clash. So as a graphic designer, it's really easy to get stuck in a rut. Easily become someone that's like you know, trying to like follow a rule to keep everything lined up. Mm. But as soon as I push something way left field, that's when the magic happens. Yeah. As soon as you clash a print, I love it. It's so much fun. It's because it doesn't go together. Like people look at me like that doesn't go together. That's why it works. Yeah. <laughs> For me anyway. Like yeah. I just, I don't know how to explain it. It's just in me. Anything I, it's like my eyes just know. Yeah. It works. Yeah. Well, it works for me anyway, but yeah. people seem to love it and I love it. Yeah. My husband hasn't complained yet. <laughs> Smart man. He's, you know, he's, he's, he knows I'm happiest with a paintbrush in my hand and yeah. when I'm doing stuff. So yeah, it's so key. Like whatever you're doing, if you love it, it's not just if you love an item in your house, but mm. if you love what you're doing, it's so freaking corny and it's so, so true. It is. You never work a day in your life. If you love it, I I feel like that I feel eternally grateful on a daily basis that I've been able to design my own career. Yeah, exactly. This is the same with me. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best. It's so freeing. The things I didn't expect to enjoy about it are some of the things that I appreciate the most now. Like I would say that in some senses, I feel like I was never quite maternal enough, but picking the kids up from school and having conversations with them and stuff Mm. like that when I think that they would have just been going to after school care when I was working in corporate is becomes one of my favorite parts of the day yeah you You don't get that back no no they they grow up so fast yeah you don't get those times back so do your kids love color as much as you do 
Uh, they do. <laughs> yep. I was just going to say, Olive, she's obsessed with rainbows, but Vanny, he loves pink. He come to me yesterday morning in bed, he's like, Mummy, come out, I've made up the couch, I want you to see it. Oh and I God. came out, like he's four years old, and he's put all the cushions on the couch, he's laid out the blankets, and then he's got all his teddies off his bed, and he's sat them up on the cushions. Thing. He was so oh. excited to show me. <laughs> Whereas that's, I constantly have to tell my kids to pick the cushions um, off the floor. They seem to have an aversion. Oh no, there's always cushions. <laughs> I was always the smart kid growing up and I always loved art and stuff like that. Mm. But because I was smart, that was expected to trump everything else. Yeah. I was going to become an accountant. There is no, for people who know me, no. <laughs> Just no. I am not good with numbers. I love numbers. I'm a bit of a numbers geek, mm. but I remember like, there was a big pushback for the smart kids shouldn't be allowed to do the creative stuff. I was like, you know what? Some of the smartest people I know are creative people now. Like, I admire their brains. Like, oh, you know, it, just to be in their it brains. It stop. No. Like, I, I'm constantly, constantly planning in my head and thinking. And I say to my husband, I was like, mm, I've got an idea. And he's like, no. <laughs> and I was like, just hear me out. Just hear me out. And, you know, I, I, give, I tell him my idea and... I think he secretly does like it, but he doesn't like to give me too much. And you know, I'm working from home and being an interior stylist and always working in my own home. I literally, my brain does not have downtime. Yeah. <laughs> it's constant, but you know, it's great. Cause I'm always researching and yeah. always online scoping oh. out the new, let, new let, me just say, let me just say <laughs> these words to you and I'm sure you'll understand uh, Pinterest vortex. Oh, uh, I, I actually, no, I, I I'm on it and I do, pin I get a lot of inspo yeah. off Pinterest. I just, I just type in color blocking and I can see all the colors that are being put together and that gets me excited. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's key to some of these things is knowing how to use a tool, how it works best for you. Yeah. Everything from social media to Pinterest, all of these things, you've got to figure out which ones work well for you. Mm. So I know for me, when I do my work, I get my clients really involved in the process and I find that I... I do my best work and the clients are the happiest when they feel like they've had a huge amount of input and understand why. It's not just, you will have this because this is what's right for you. When you take them on that journey with you, how do you do that with your clients? I ask them to send me their Pinterest boards so I can see their, their taste and their style. And if I find something, I will send them through pictures and be like, is this kind of up your alley? Do you like this style? And then that gives me an idea of where I'm at and then it just all falls into place from there and everything comes together. I do a consultation with them obviously and then I, I ask them all their questions and find out about their style but a lot of them just leave it up to me. <laughs> they want to introduce colour but they don't know how so I put something together and they either love it or hate it but I haven't had anyone hate it yet. Yeah I've been so fortunate with my clients they just and so do the majority of people come to you because they've got that fear of colour, but they really want it yeah, in their they life. they just have no idea how to use it. And, or even just styling a home. Yeah. Like some of the homes I've gone into just had no life. Not in a bad way, but they just, you know. Personality. Yeah, personality. There was one of my very first clients I did. It was on a farm up in Atherton. They had brown suede couches, beige shag rug. The walls were neutral. They'd been freshly painted, but they were neutral and they had no color. After I'd finished, obviously there was a lot more color and, and the husbands commented saying, wow, it's really got a homely feel now, doesn't it? And I was just like, yeah, it's amazing. What People don't want to spend the money on it, but once you do and you're living in that space, it's such a nice feeling. Yeah, I'd much rather be spending time in my office now when it's like it is, yeah. rather than feeling like yet another corporate space that I'm yeah. forced to be in. Yeah, and then, you know, it's an investment. 
Yeah. Don't buy cheap stuff. I know Kmart's great for that, but you know, if you can afford to buy something special, it's something you're going to keep forever. Whereas if you buy a Kmart thing, you just you feel like you only love it for a couple of months and then you get rid of it because it's so cheap. You just don't care. So where are some of your favourite places to find unexpected colour or inspiration? Or- well, I, I do buy a lot online just because Cairns, Cairns doesn't have a lot in homewares, but I, I find some really cool random colourful pieces at Spotlight, Pillow Talk, the reject shop. There's some cool things in there. I go on a vortex with there and I end up a toilet cleaner, yeah, yeah. cotton <laughs> buds, a Hulk toy that's oh. like a cheap knockoff. But looking in the right places. Yeah, and I know it's hard in cans. There's not a lot around. But you just got to look for it as well. Yeah. But, you know, I do like uh, thrift shopping as well. Like a lot of my furniture is all secondhand. I actually don't have a lot of brand new things except for my lounge, which mm. the kids have trashed. But <laughs> everything is secondhand. Dining table, bar stools, all the cabinets in my house. Yeah, all secondhand. I just paint them. <laughs> Make them look new. <laughs> in case everyone isn't getting it, paint. Paint. And let paint be your best friend. <laughs> Seriously. It's so easy to do. And you know what? If you get sick of that colour, you just change it. Yeah. With paint. <laughs> it's fun. But a lot of people struggle with paint. Um, it's really important to get that even texture. And it's all in the prep work and prime. If you want your paint to last, you got to prime. Otherwise, it's just going to chip off. A big space that a lot of people who get sort of the following that you have on Instagram and they get approached for ads or they get approached to be an influencer in a space. Yes. How does that work? It's a foreign concept to me, mm. so I'd be really interested to know how that works. Yeah, well, my, my recent one was a big one, actually. It was with Dyson. I did not believe it when I read that email. I rang my husband and I was like, oh my God, Dyson wants to give me a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> And, you know, and it's not for free because I have to work for it. The amount of time that went into that, my video and all the videos and the posts. So they basically just email me saying, you know, they want to work with me. So obviously there's a contract you go through. So they're going to send me the Dyson and I got to do five stories and two static posts, which I did. One was an IGTV and one was just your standard photo. And obviously I have to then use the hashtags of ad and working with Dyson and tag them. I had to do all the videos and photos and write all my captions and then email it through to them to get approved. And then once they approved it, they then gave me the dates of when I had to post. And so that was the most strict one that I've had. Yeah, it was fun. I got a Dyson and it's amazing. Like I use it all the time. I literally can slide on my tiles barefoot. That's how squeaky clean my floors are. I'll I'll tell you something about me. The insides of my cupboards are not clean. (laughs) That's where I'm most unorganized. They're just one hot mess. Because I'm always in a rush, I'm like, I'll oh, shove it in there. <laughs> as long as I can't see it, it ain't there. Oh, and there's stuff in there that I don't need. I need to throw it out. So yeah. my Christmas holidays, that's my plan, is to get stuck in. Well, I'm going to have to do my kitchen cupboards before I paint. So that's a good incentive to yeah. get that done. But Do you have any organizational tips for people around the house to sort of feel like they have a little more control? <laughs> Especially I just made that clear. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking like, because I... Okay. The playroom, I want the playroom in this house. It is so cute. Like, do you have hints and tips? Especially when it's with kids and it's a lot of... Baskets. Baskets? Yeah. Put the toys in baskets. And then it's easy for the kids to put them away as well. Obviously, I do like to style some toys out. But I've taught my daughter how to do that. She she does it for me now. You're going to have an Enco at the end of it in the next 10 years. (laughs) Yeah, like I've got obviously the eight white cube just from Bunnings. And I've put some baskets in it. And yeah, I, I love baskets. And wall shelves to display books is really nice. And then the kids can see the books 
Whereas when you go shoved in a cube, they can see the spines. It's not as enticing. Cupboards. <laughs> you can hide things. <laughs> things you can uh, close. <laughs> yes. But, you know, like, obviously, I've, my kids' room is a styled kids' playroom. It's, but I love it. Like, I love going in there and looking at it. And yeah. I find if I tidy it, the kids will go back and play in there. And I'll change things around. And it's more exciting for them. And they're like, oh, I haven't seen this toy for a while. And yeah. It's hard, toy rooms, because they can get really cluttered. So I've kind of filled the perimeter of that toy room. So they've got the center bit where they can still play. So because when they tip that out, oh, it's the worst noise ever. You can hear that sound from the other end of the house and it's like, no. I'm not, I'm not good on Lego organization. I have an organizational tip. Here we go. Oh, okay. They have these great Lego mat containers. Uh-huh. So what it is, is it's a container that you put all your Lego in and it has a mat that goes on the top that's attached. And so you can tip the Lego out into the mat and it's got like a border. That's a great idea. And then like when they're done, you literally just draw the drawstring up and all of it goes back into oh. the bucket. They just got to keep it on the mat. Obviously you're really passionate about what you do. How did you discover that this was it for you? Like what was the path that you ended up where you are now doing what you're doing? Oh, it's a long one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like I said earlier, I've, I've loved changing up my room and styling all the time growing up. I moved to Rockhampton and I worked in a homeware shop and I was visual merchandising there and I just loved it. Like it was so much fun. I moved to Melbourne and I studied interior decoration and design for 12 months. Moved back to Cairns. There was, interiors weren't really big back then. That was 10 years ago, I think. So I didn't do anything for a few years because there was just nothing for it. And I was just living in a small unit. I still had pretty things, but it just wasn't, wasn't my career path just yet. So settled down and had kids. And I was talking to my sister about this the other day. And I was like, you know, she got me onto the Instagram. She's like, you know, your home's so beautiful. You, you need to start putting it on Instagram. And I was like, oh, really? I didn't feel it. Cause you know, I just had a baby or well, he was one, but you're still in that phase of, that fog of motherhood yeah. and um, I bought my first set of patterned bed sheets and I got clashing pillowcases so it's the grid sheet set which I still use and my black polka dot which the kids on the kids beds now black polka dot pillowcases and I bought a plant I didn't have plants <laughs> oh, that was the, that was the beginning of my love of plants like a plant in a room instantly transforms it and brings it to life and then just from then on i started taking photos of my bed <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I, once you guys jump onto instagram you'll understand that bed oh and so i and i i hadn't planned on getting into the work yet because i you know i was still i was a stay-at-home mum, and i didn't know if i'd be able to to cope with work and home mum life i just started doing a few cash jobs here and there people wanted my styling advice mm. and just went from there and then three years ago i created my business name and here, here we are <laughs> and all of my work has been from word of mouth you know living in a, a small city yeah. slash town <laughs> yeah it's been word of mouth which is great it's the best it's, kind yeah. of promotion yeah because i don't really advertise <laughs> one of your biggest cheerleaders if you mentioned is your your twin my sister <laughs> She's not my twin. I know she's not. She's like my twin. Yeah. We sound the same. We talk the same. We finish each other's sentences. <laughs> yeah, she's my big support. Yeah. yeah she's been awesome. Yeah. She, when I'm feeling down or doubting any ideas, I call her and have a chat. And she's just, 
she's everything I need in my life when I have those dramas. She just talks me through it. And yeah, yeah like we talk every day. It's crazy. We bounce ideas off each other and we're always supporting each other. Yeah, I've been lost without her. Yeah, I was going to say, how important then is that to you? So I also have another podcast called Work Wife Wine Time. Mm. And I started it up with my work wives. Yeah. You know, the ones that they get it. Yeah. And I know for, for me, they've just been so important. But having even cheerleaders in different parts of your life and so it sounds like your sister fulfills a lot of those categories for you doesn't she she has done ever since i was 14 like when we were little little we fought all the time but it wasn't until she moved to brisbane at 18 and i was 14 we've been close really ridiculously super close ever since so to give her a bit of a shout out what's some of the best advice she's given you all that you live by from her or what does she say to you all the time Oh, she just tells me to go with my gut. She's like, you're amazing. You can do it. She's like, don't ever doubt yourself. Like, when has any of your decisions ever been a bad one? She's always got the right things to say. Yeah, I suppose that's what big sisters are for. I I wanted to have two girls just to have, you know, for them to have that sister bond. Like, it's it's like no other a sister bond. I guarantee when that border opens up, there's going to be a flight booked, right? Yes, hopefully. I'm the same with my mum. She was the person that got me into creative space. She's Mm. the one that went to battle for me when the school was saying no she's a smart kid she needs to do all the smart subjects Mm. she's also a graphic designer she went back as a an adult student and she's been my inspiration that if she can do it and kick as much ass again she's my biggest cheerleader but she's also the one that's brutally honest well that's good (laughs) my sister is honest too you want that you need it otherwise you just you live in a lie you need something you need them to tell the truth obviously you love all parts of what you do yes so what sorts of ways do you, if people are hesitant about colour, what, what are some of the small ways that they can introduce it into their life? Uh, artwork, uh, cushions on their couch, and, and floor rugs. You know your style by looking back to your wardrobe. Yeah. Um, my wardrobe is literally looks like my house. It's very colourful, but you know, it's your personal style runs through into your home style. Just trial and error and play with things. I would start with artwork though. You know, if you see a piece of art that you just love, then you buy that. And then you pluck colors from that artwork and you introduce that into your cushions or throws. Some people don't like to be as bold as I am with floor rugs. If you're a bit scared, tone it back to a neutral, which will go with everything. Your floor rugs, I, <laughs> every time I see that you've got a new floor rug, you know how people tag where they got it from? Yes. I'm, I'm that person that like follows that, goes off this way and just goes down a vortex of beautiful rugs yeah. that I know my daughter will destroy. <laughs> like, I've tried a neutral rug. I actually bought a really pale rug for the lounge room before that bright one. And I hated it. And I was like, it just no. bland, it's boring. <laughs> yeah, no, I found that rug, which has discontinued, and I'm devastated because I actually wanted to just get a new one to freshen it up because I love the pattern of it so much. Yeah, that's the thing about rugs. You can't, like, just paint them to freshen them up like you can walls. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although my rugs aren't expensive either, so, you know, I don't mind changing them up because they're not – I would love a Turkish rug, though. Mm. that's my goal that's my dream (laughs) I'm gonna pin it and I'm gonna have it one day (laughs) well honestly this year I was talking to someone the other day it still buzzes me out how much my vision board came true for this year so put it on a vision board I know I should take some of my own advice (laughs) so when people are first starting taking their 
dipping their toe into colour mm. and exploring it. What tips do you have? For instance, my favourite colour is aqua, blue, teal, turquoise, all that sort <clears> of <throat> yeah. realm of things. I feel like if I got given free reign with that colour, it would be way too much. And You know, the colour you chose, that comes in a full strength. So you can get half strength and quarter strength made up of those colours. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if you love that colour, that's the first thing I'm going to ask is what's your favourite colours? If it's too bright or bold, just take a lighter tone of that colour. It doesn't have to be that bold colour. Start small and, yes. like, build your way yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, start it at a pale. Yeah. Yeah, half strength or even quarter strength. Yeah. Depending on how bright it was. And I always say to my clients, take note of how the colour makes you feel. Like, I, I really yes. believe in colour psychology, but I also feel like people's personal experiences will influence that a lot. Yeah. What's your favourite colour? Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a hard one. It really is. Obviously pink. Pink is my number one. But I, And then orange. And then... And then, and then. I love colour. <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah. No, pink is my number one. Definitely. I have pink hair. So I'm going to have pink hair when I'm 90. That's how much I love pink. It's staying. Oh, yes. There's no rules on you can't do that or you can't put paint on your walls or use that colour. A lot of people follow rules like that or follow a trend and stick to that because it's on trend. Or safe. <laughs> or safe. Exactly. I am far from safe. <laughs> Safe boring. Just, yeah. It, I just, I can't even explain the feeling. All the emotions colour brings me is just pure joy. The best place to see Lizzie's rainbow coloured home and be inspired to colour your own world is on her bright and happy Instagram page. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to see more, subscribe to Brand New Magazine over at www.com brandumagazine.com.au Every three months you will receive the new issue direct to your inbox full of gorgeous design, freebies and discounts and interactive links that will allow you to connect with our contributors. And check out our Instagram for more inspiration to be your business and brand you.